Hello everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea, and this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the Geek Geek Media Network. On this week's episode, we will be discussing the boy group Tomorrow by Together, or TXT. <laughs> um, but anyway, before we get into all this chaos, uh, <laughs> Katie, what have you been up to this week? Oh, goodness. Work. Work. More work. Never-ending work, probably. Mm-hmm. And then to add to that, I'm just thinking about moving. And then I keep looking at my K-pop wall that has grown. Yep. <laughs> since you moved. Since I moved here. <laughs> Not great. Um, or super great. I don't know. You take your take your pick. But anyways, yeah, I've been doing that. Um, I've been very good at my uh mama pre-voting. Mm. Like I'm voting every day. Um, for the same five, five people, five right. groups, um, because I want Monster X and Shiny to get in there in the top 10. That's what I want. <laughs> nice. Um, so I've been doing my mama, uh, pre-voting and then I got my 17 albums in the mail finally, you know, to add to all the shit I have to back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I did get my albums in the mail. Uh, one of them is messed up though. Oh, Like, the pages were not cut correctly. Um, So four of them are, like, fused together at the bottom. That's super weird. Yeah. Because I was flipping through it, and I was like, oh, it's bent. And then I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Why is Hoshi's name not in here? And I was like, oh, it's because it's on the page that's, like, stuck together. So well, I need to probably like, email them about it, I guess. Or um, I got my albums from Choice. And well, I mean, uh, wasn't there a time that you had like a missing? They won't help you. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I did. I had a missing. Um, uh, one of I was missing a photo card actually from from my from the TXT album, the very first one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I reached out to. Uh, weavers shop or whatever they were called before this mm-hmm. um and they were like if you buy it from a third party seller you can't they can't do anything for you mm, gotcha um, same deal with this like they won't help me because they bought it from a third party seller if i had purchased it from the weaver shop then yeah gotcha so you have to go through choice then choice and i'm just probably not gonna deal with it i'm probably just going to cut the page yeah. So I can see it. Um, it's fine. Uh, at the very least, it wasn't um, my bias that was stuck together. So that's, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but, I mean, the albums are really great. One of the ones, uh, they have it split by, um, what do you call it? Uh, group. Like mm, within sub-group, 17. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got the hip hop group, which was shocking. Nice. Um, Your I was like, <laughs> yes, of course. I was like, uh, our shared bias group, like part of part of seventeen. Um, and then I got some great photo cards. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and I got a Mingyu postcard, and then in my other album, I got a Mingyu photo card. I also got double Dinos, so living mm-hmm. it down. Dinos, and then I got the eight. Has one of my photo cards, and his birthday was yesterday. So, it was a great poll. 
it was a very good pull. I was pretty, I feel pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, also got like, they have this like giant, like see-through giant photo thing. And then um, one of them is June and the other one is Junghyun. But yeah, I got him in all of his long haired glory. He looks uh, great. He looks super good. Um, and that is about it as far as K-pop things. Um, I've just been listening to the same five albums for, you know, forever. So <laughs> waiting for something new to happen, <laughs> which, which is going to be, I think, Mark is soon. And then Monster X is just like this like thing that's coming at the end of the tunnel and I'm terrified. So yeah, that's pretty much all I've been doing and yeah, I've just been listening to the same like Spotify playlist. It's like on repeat. So it's like the same stuff. It's like Key's album, Dio's album, the Nevertheless soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I I kind of feel the same. I've either been listening to like the same stuff or I just go to my general favorite Mm -hmm. playlist so it's just like every like all my favorite stuff i mean at least i'm not blast and let go by bts at least we've we've moved a little past that not really that's still (laughs) on my repeats that's i'm sitting in this realm of like being okay and then listening to sad music so gotcha yeah i do that too yeah i'm stressed (laughs) anyways um how about you um well i've been doing a deep dive on not a new artist but it's someone that i've like you know those artists that you see or that come up on your spotify recommended or like a general playlist and you're like i like them but you just forget to take the time to look at them um and that is for me bowl four or bol4 uh i forget there's like a longer I'm trying to look it up furiously. <laughs> uh, Balgan 4, which is a, it used to be a uh, duet group, mm-hmm. two people. Um, it has recently become a solo artist, but uh, she came out with a song recently called Butterfly Effect. And I actually was meaning to text you about it all week long, and I just kept forgetting <laughs> Or I would be like, I really need to send this to Katie. She'd really like it. But I'd be like driving and I couldn't like text and then I just never did. But I think you would really like it just because of the vibe that it has. Um, It's very different to the rest of her discography, but yet still within the same vibe. It's just clearly like a new, um, new area of music that she's kind of exploring with this particular song. But her songs very, very much sound like should be on an OST. Ah. Yeah. We Um, love those. Honestly, you probably have heard a few songs maybe just in passing somewhere. I know I have. Um, There's this playlist that I used to listen to a lot on Spotify called um, K-pop Cafe Playlist, like songs that should play like in a cafe. And her songs would be up or the duet songs technically at this point um are on there a lot so i kept listening to a lot of the discography and i was like i know the song i know the song (laughs) 
Nice. Um, they're very, very, very good. Uh, but Butterfly Effect has been on repeat this week for me. I nice. just really, really like that song. Um, yeah, so that's been a little bit of a deep dive for me this week. I've also been watching a lot of XOXO uh, performances by Somi. Obviously, Somi is also really, really good at getting people to collab with her on TikTok videos. So she's been like collabing with absolutely everyone. Um, Chunga, uh, a lot of people I can't remember off the top of my head, but I've been watching a lot of her lives because she's just very charismatic and she's got like such a very colorful personality. Um, and she's just a lot of fun. So I really enjoy watching her stuff. I tried listening to her whole album and some of it was like hit or miss for me just because it has a very like young, like teen crush kind of a vibe, which is, I like that vibe, but I don't know. It just needs to kind of grow on me a bit more, but I like XOXO. So, um, and then I've been making a playlist of K-pop that I think my husband will like because my husband is coming to visit for Christmas. People on this podcast probably don't know anything about all that, but um but if you've been here from the beginning uh my husband and I we moved well I moved to Ireland to be with him and then we were both supposed to move back here um but got separated and so we've been apart for year and a half almost two years so he's coming to visit for Christmas and he doesn't really listen to k-pop but he likes certain parts of K Korean music like he likes OSTs he likes mm-hmm. day six hell um, yeah he likes very like super random stuff like and he likes Korean dramas so I I've been making like a playlist of like stuff that I think he'll appreciate because he doesn't soup isn't super into like the more boy group stuff or like very traditional k-pop stuff <sighs> Make sure you put Red by the Rose on there. Already did. Already That's did. That's right. That's the song that got my co-host from Disney Forever to like K-pop. Yeah. He, it's a staple. That's the only song he listens to nice. of K-pop. It's just like, it's his favorite one. And I was like, hell yeah, it's your favorite one. It's my favorite song. Exactly. I put a lot of Day 6 because he likes Day 6. Um, I, I put a lot of um, The Rose, uh, IU... Uh, a lot of my favorite like OSTs uh, I don't know I'd have to go through the the, I put a lot of key actually of his latest album because I think he'd really enjoy like the 80s sound (sighs) that he has um, because he's super into music from the 80s so key's album is fire it's so good exactly so that's been kind of fun for me because I've been looking back through like all of my favorite k-pop stuff to like Mm -hmm. sift through um and just i'm getting excited to see him again so it's nice it's cool (laughs) anyway (laughs) um i will pass the mic off to you katie can you read us off what has been happening this week in k-pop uh, yeah, we got a short list going on here. So apparently the seven seven members of Lovelies, so there's eight. So seven out of the eight members will not be renewing their contract with Wollum Entertainment. Mm-hmm. So they're basically disbanding from what I understand. Yeah, it's very sad. 
It is very unfortunate. They all, I think they released a statement or something or a letter um, explaining why they decided to go this direction, which is totally their decision. Mm-hmm. Um, YG Entertainment is planning to switch to environmentally friendly materials when producing albums following Blackpink's appointment as the climate change ambassadors. It's a lot of discussion about environmentally friendly things this week on the world of k-pop oh yeah saw tons i actually had to do some digging and understanding to like why people were so upset after the hype mm-hmm. community meeting i didn't i didn't really understand and i was like oh it makes a lot of sense it does make a um, lot of sense for some of the choices that they're making um for the future uh also remember people cryptocurrency is very very bad for the environment very true very true and moving to digital photo cards also very bad for the environment yep not that cutting down trees is also not bad for the environment there's a lot of decisions need to be made and people are quite upset about some of the choices that are being pushed forward but that's a different discussion for a different day yes (laughs) Um, Espa announced that they will be part of, I said that right, right? That's how they see their name? Espa, yeah. Espa, okay. Um, they're going to be part of the lineup for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, it's very exciting. I'm excited for them because I loved when NCT 127 was on, was part Mm -hmm. of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It was so cute because I'm sitting there with my family and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) They're like, what? And I was like, everybody quiet, Jake Yon's on the TV. (laughs) Did they do an interview last year or last time? I think they did. Really nice. They They were so cute. They were so cute. I was so happy that they were on. Um, So if they actually come here to attend to be part of the actual like parade, um, they'll probably do a lot of like New York related like shows that happen there. So they might be on like Good Morning America and a couple other of the other ones. That that would be cool. Yeah. Uh, the Mama nominations are out, and pre-voting voting has begun for one of the category. Cate- can't speak. Can't speak today. Um, categories has begun. Um, straight up, just gonna say it. Taman got robbed. Just saying, wasn't nominated at all. It's totally criminal. Yeah, Clearly they didn't understand oh, his idea. Criminal. <laughs> I was reading I was reading a Reddit thread and I was dying because someone was like, it's so criminal. They're like, clearly they didn't understand his idea. <laughs> Maybe they need some advice, huh? That's exactly what they did. Someone was like, they didn't take his advice. They're like, I know it's criminal. They're like, it wasn't his idea. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> the puns were just like on point. I think uh I think a lot of non big four company groups kind of got robbed this year like a lot i feel like there was a lot of discussion around that i think ats didn't get a lot of nope. nominations that they should have gotten yep. uh yeah there's there's a whole discussion around that it's hard there's not even, so many groups now not even one of us got nominated and they freaking killed it last year mm-hmm. like it's disappointing, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but hopefully we'll see more nominations for other groups in the MMAs and then possibly with the uh, the AAAs 
mm-hmm. the Golden Disc Awards and all of the acronyms for all of the shows. This is true. Um, it was also announced that all of ONF, except for one of the members, you, will enlist in the military together by the end of the year. So, Isn't it because he's Japanese? I think so. Yeah. It's because that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's good. That's how, that's, like, this whole, like, one at a time thing, like, doesn't really make a lot of sense when it comes to K-pop groups. Like, like that's why it was so upsetting with, like, finally, like, Minho and Onu and Ki were back. And then Damon's, like, deuces. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we just got shiny back. Exactly. I mean, I I think the idea around it for the companies is that mm-hmm. there needs to be someone here to make money. Yeah. Which sucks that that's the way to look about it. But I guess with the one member, you, being that he doesn't have to go into the military, maybe this will be time for his solo work to be done while they're off. That would be cool. And then when they come back, they can reunite. So, that would be really cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to several of the, like, members that have been gone to, like, come back. So, like, Juno from Pentagon is going to come back. And then not too long after he gets back, should be, we should be back. hmm Like, because he didn't leave super long after. Yeah, no, it was very. Juno left, so. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so that's happening. And then this is going to be past news by the time this episode is out. But Jay is home back in california looks so happy even Mm -hmm. i watched i know we're not supposed to watch these videos but i saw some tiktoks of some video of him at the airport he looks super happy oh good he looks so happy be happy (laughs) he was ridiculous in his he did an instagram live last night he looks so happy oh like happier than i've seen him in a long time so he got to perform on stage yesterday with dpr at the 88 Risings uh, Head in the Clouds Festival and his solo performance is tonight, which I'm unfortunately going to miss. You can watch it, though, if you have. Um, they're showing it on Prime. Oh, cool. On Prime Video. So, like, you can watch it. Like, it'll be too late by the time this episode comes out. It starts at 6... Th- his uh, uh, set is at 6.30. Nice. I'll have to watch it. If you want to watch it. Um, But he's, like, so excited. He asked everybody to learn the lyrics to 50 Proof. Because mm-hmm. he's like, it's too emotional, guys. I don't know if we'll make it through. And I was like, no, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> he's like, you're going to have to sing that one for me. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited for him. He looks so happy on stage. His, he was so upset because his voice cracked Aww. last night. And he was just like, I can't believe it. And we're like, you shut up. You looked amazing. <laughs> it was really good. Um, I can't wait for his set. I can't wait to see all the videos of his set. It's going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Mark Twan has released uh, two teasers for his song, Last Breath, and they look amazing. I can't wait. Um, there's a new girl group that's set to debut soon. I think it's called, it's either Ivy or Ive. I'm not sure which one. It looks like it's probably Ivy. I-V-E. What company? Don't know. I didn't see what company it was. Oh, okay. There's there's a lot going on with like announcements of new groups. JYP is mm-hmm. announcing... I think a new boy group and a new girl group. Oh, yeah. I forgot what company it is. But there is one company that's releasing a new group whose logo looks very, very similar, almost stolen from Monstax. Oh, I think that might be the... The JYP one, I the think. The JYP one. Uh, 
extino ex because it's like know. extraordinary, but it's extinary heroes. Is I think yeah. what it is. So it's like has the mm-hmm. H and then the. It X. looks just like the Monster X logo from like the early days. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, Girls Planet Nine 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 is mm-hmm. their groups forming, so they're yeah. gonna get together and debut their group. There's a lot of. A lot of stuff going on, for sure. Yeah. So Ivy, a new girl group that's set to debut, has released their debut profile picture- pictures. I saw them on Reddit. Mm. Uh, it's Season's Greetings Box Time. Mm-hmm. Um, I've bought one Which so one? far. Shiny, actually. Oh, nice. Um, I'm probably not going to buy the BTS one. I haven't decided yet. I've thinking about it but i saw the one for shiny and i want it so bad it's like they're dressed like classical musicians so like one of them was playing the violin and the piano and Taman looked amazing and i just need it because i've been obsessed with shiny for two like so much this last two years so yeah there you go might as well yeah i haven't decided if i want to dip into that yet because i haven't yet it's a commitment it's a commitment and it's a lot of money and i feel like that's money i could use towards albums so yeah part of me Uh, is debating there's gonna be probably one that hits me and i'm like oh here we go (laughs) i'm i'm waiting to see what astros looks like because i've gotten astros for the last two years Mm -hmm. so i'm thinking i'm thinking i'm gonna stick it to two i don't need more than two this last time i bought like three it's too Mm -hmm. many um i only only need so many calendars guys (laughs) (laughs) exactly um, but yeah, that's going on. And then Monster X dropped a mood sampler for No Limit and the track list. And y'all, we ain't ready. Mm-hmm. No matter which way you slice it, we ain't ready. Okay. So that's it. Um, there's probably other stuff. There were some other things that happened in K-pop. But if you want to read about them, you can look at the K-pop subreddit, which is a great place where I get lots of my information. And then on Twitter and Instagram. Yes. There's so much to keep up with, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, as we mentioned at the top of the show, we will be talking about the boy group Tomorrow by Together. Tomorrow by Together is a five-member South Korean boy group formed under big hit music. The group consists of Subin, Yeonjun, Bomyu, Taeyeon, and Hyunin Kai. Um, I think a lot of people just refer to him as Kai, so I might do that from now on. Because I was watching uh, a lot of videos today, and they all were, like, just referring to him as Kai. I actually learned that um, his stage name is his father's last name mm. and his first name. So his first name is actually Kai, and his last name is Hewing. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, the, the meaning behind Tomorrow by Together is five individuals who come together under one dream in the hopes of building a better tomorrow. The group was first revealed on January 10th, 2019. Then over 10 days, each of the members were revealed. Uh, The fandom name is called MOA, which means Moments of Alwaysness. And TXT debuted on March 4th, 2019 with the EP The Dream Chapter colon star. The album debuted and peaked at number one on the Guyon album chart and Billboard World Albums chart and entered the U.S. Billboard 200 at 140 at the time of becoming the highest charting debut album by any male K-pop group. The album's lead single, Crown, 
debuted atop the world digital single sorry digital songs with txt topping the billboard emerging artists chart making them the fastest k-pop group to appear in the world digital songs and the second fastest k-pop group to appear in the billboard emerging artist txt earned several new artists of the year awards including rookie of the year at the uh, 34th golden disc awards and the 2019 mellow music awards new artist of the year album wait what does that mean yeah so they won new artist of the year album so like oh okay gotcha 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 yeah, that's the name of the award my bad uh ninth guy on chart music awards and best new male artist as the 2019 at the t- 2019 mamas sorry <laughs> it's all good it's just calling out my bad no <laughs> grammar problems it's you fine. very nicely wrote these notes and i'm I tend to read before I know what's actually being said. Out <laughs> well, I should proofread. I don't. No, it's all good. It's all good. TXT earned their first ever music show award on SBS MTV's The Show with the single Crown just after one week of their debut. Crown made it on the GQ's decade end list of the game changers from a decade of K-pop for the year 2019 with JQ- GQ <laughs> writing... <laughs> The bright, effervescent pop of TXT, who are in their own element as they playfully explore teenage growing pains. TXT embarked on a six-show showcase debut tour in the U.S. from May 9th to the 24th. The tickets for all the shows were sold out in less than 24 hours. And in July 2019, TXT performed at KCON 2019 New York, Later that month, they received their first MTV Video Music Award nomination in the Best K-Pop category. Now, for this era, we watched Crown and Cat and Dog. Twice. And then I also (laughs) threw in for myself our summer. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, I just love that video so much. Um, Crown. Now, I have a question. I can't remember how much of txt that you pay attention to like when they debuted what were your thoughts about crown around the time that it came out i actually really liked it Mm -hmm. um i thought it was very fun um when it started it was very catchy i know that there was like a lot of controversy surrounding txt and their like instantaneous level of like success and They've written some music about that (laughs) and talked about it. Um, But I thought they were really good. Like, just Mm -hmm. from the onset, I thought the music video was very... It's obviously, like, they've gone in a completely different direction now since they debuted. Um, But from the very beginning, I thought they were, like... They're definitely considered the the, uh, Gen Z... Mm Mm-hmm representation of like k-pop like their music fits very well within like the gen z generation for sure i I think that's for sure the concept that you know big hit at the time was going for is like they are going to their music is going to represent gen z and Mm -hmm. what they feel and what they express um i also think they're very you know obviously big leaders of the fourth gen of k-pop as Mm -hmm. everyone likes to call it um personally i think it was very hypocritical for people to be like oh look at them they're only succeeding because of the company that they're under or whatever 
when that's literally every group that debuts from the previous big three. I know. I hot know. Take here. I'm just kidding. It's really no, not. no, no. You're you're totally right because that's how everybody. That's what a lot of like criticism was coming from about how they were like riding the coattails of the very large like because they hadn't hadn't had any male like groups within big hits since you know the one mm-hmm. happened and it mm-hmm. had been six years since they had a new group debut. Exactly. So, um, but like, look at what's happening with Espa right now. Espa's breaking crazy records. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, because they're under SM. <laughs> like, if they were under a smaller company, it wouldn't nearly be the same. And that's just the harsh truth of the industry. I mean, that's not to say that they're not talented. Of course, they're talented, but it's it's interesting because like people were very hypocritical of txt when they debuted and you think Mm -hmm. about it is that like oh you guys are upset because a group that's coming from now now a very successful company and they just happen to also have the money behind them and Mm -hmm. the success of like having great producers great videographers like all of these other people that can help make them big Mm -hmm. when the original group that was part of that company People were like, "There's no way they're going to succeed," mm-hmm. because because came from a because of company. the other three, the big three, exactly. Right? I was like, "Got a little kettle calling the pot black thing going on. I need to calm down." <laughs> literally, literally, and like that, like what is it? I think Yeonjun had been there at Big Hit for like ever. Like he had been mm-hmm. there from when BTS wasn't big. It so, was, he was a trainee for like five years or something. Yeah. So when they were barely getting their their bit of success, he was there to see it all. So it's mm-hmm. not to say that these members haven't started, you know, not the bottom necessarily, but they've worked hard for their place and where they're at. So it's not like they just walked into Big Hit one day and they were like, you're going to be a star, kid. And then <laughs> debuted with a, with a big company like i don't know worked hard they probably looked at bum you and they were like you're gonna be a star kid i mean that's <laughs> completely true <laughs> i'm just yeah i just think that that whole controversy was very interesting i loved crown when yeah. it came out i i thought it was so so good um, I was deeply upset to hear about all the controversy afterwards because I just loved that song so much. And it was just like such a bummer to see all the hate that they got right off the bat. And I was like, they're, especially because like obviously the concept and everything, I was like, they're such sweet young boys. How dare you treat them this way? <laughs> I know. They were so sweet. And like, I loved one of my favorite things that they implemented between like this music video and then several of the other ones is the like, hand-drawn overlay of animation yes on and it, it. That i love that out through quite like quite far into their mm-hmm. uh, music videos i love that i loved it. i loved this video like i loved mm-hmm. it did i immediately buy a subin of course i did because he's so sweet understand. i completely so understand. sweet i love it um it had a unique look to it obviously with the hand-drawn animations and just even just like the style in which it, the the camera was filmed, the, the perception, the mixed media. I mean, everything about it just kind of felt unique 
and mm-hmm. the sound felt you really unique with like the Morse code type sounds. Like that's how they teased the group as they did Morse code mm-hmm. um spelling out like words and the names and things like that. I mean, they very clearly had the concept from the beginning. They had it all down and the choreography was really good. Like they worked hard and definitely deserved a lot of the awards that they won. Like they deserved them all. They worked really hard and their fans are incredibly loyal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I I get it. Speaking of fans, cat and dog. No. (laughs) Is a, is an absolutely icon, icon of song. (laughs) Fan chant. The fan chant. I can't. The, the fan the- chants are fantastic. Watching videos, watching videos of uh, fans barking in stadiums is just hilarious. You know what? I wrote in my notes because I took like a couple of notes while I was watching these videos. I was like, I feel like this really truly set the tone for the type of fans that they ended up having. <laughs> It makes a lot of sense, actually. It's really funny. Because if you watch a lot of what goes on on, like, TikTok with the TXT fandom, they're just absolute chaos (laughs) in the best possible way. They're so funny, and they're so, like, they're, I don't know, they're just chaotic and, like, like good chaotic, you know But it suits them completely, like, when we watch them on, on Jesse's interview show, like... Oh, yeah. They're chaos all on their own. The fact that they even got their fans to just, like, sit there and bark during an entire song is just... Oh, if I was there, I'd definitely bark. Are you kidding? I oh, I'd be it. all over it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Okay, so I put for this music video, I said it's an, a, a very elaborate set that they move back and forth across, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of showcasing of of uh, Yeonjun's rapping, which I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I put the barking fan chant for this. I can't. Um, we also watched the English version, and I'm gonna say it, y'all. This is a weird song in English. It's it's a weird song in general. It's like it's it's a song that you're either on board with or you're just not. <laughs> I I like the Korean version. Like like maybe it's because they don't like right off the bat understand what they're saying, but like straight up in English, it's just a we- it's a weird song. I don't know. I love I feel it like though. The English parts of the Korean version are are <laughs> are still it's still there. I don't know. For me, for me anyway. I the the English version to me, it's like you know when you like look at something and if you squint, it looks nice. That's that's how I <laughs> that's how I listen to that song. I my ears squint a little and I don't hear the cringe. <laughs> I'm just there barking. <laughs> I still listen to the whole thing beginning to end though. This is Absolutely. an I, like. I have a couple skip skip songs in for TXT. Maybe just one How skip song. I know. Okay, that's fine. We all have those. But it ain't cat and dog. Like I'll listen to it. I love that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just I don't know. It just makes me laugh. It just makes me like have a yeah. good time. Yeah, but also like in the music video with Taeyeon with the kittens, adorable. Yeah. Oh, then yeah. with the with the corgis, adorable. Like if There's, anything, like them so with the cute. animals. And the choreo, like they make it work. They just go all in. Yeah. They're like, they're like, I see, I see what the concept is. All right. <laughs> I just one of my favorite things ever with with TXT when they were getting interviewed by Jesse. She was like, "Who came up with your name?" And they were like, "PD Nim, like mm-hmm. <laughs> Bang PD." 
And they were like, well, who came up with the song titles? They're like, Bang PD. <laughs> exactly. They're like, these are not our choices, people. Do not. Like, it's just, it's really funny. It is. Okay. All right. In August, it was announced that TXT's next album was postponed due to Subin having pink eye and Yeonjun having back pain. What? Yeah. Nothing. I was dying when this announcement happened because they were like, they're like, Subin has conjunctivitis. And we were like, bros got pink eye. And then they announced two more members got yes. pink eye. And we were like, are they like, what are they doing in this dorm? <laughs> yeah. So like, like you put here, the last two additional members were also diagnosed with pink eye. They went through a rough time at this point. I remember they were like out for a while. It was, it was pretty <clears throat> sad, but it was, I was like. Because, okay, pink eye is extremely contagious. Like, once one person gets it, if you live in close quarters with other people, you're most likely going to get it, too. But if you don't know how you get pink eye, look it up. I'm not going to explain it to you. Exactly. (laughs) Just look it up. I was dying. I was like, what are they doing in that dorm? (laughs) (laughs) October 21st, 2019, they released their first studio album, The Dream Chapter colon magic with nine and three quarters parentheses run away as its lead single musically the album incorporates a variety of different music genres including r&b tropical house acoustic pop and hip-hop this marked the group's second chart topping album following their ep the dream chapter colon star the album debuted at number three on billboard world albums chart and at number six on the heat seekers album chart A total of four tracks from the album entered the Billboard World Digital Songs chart with the lead single, Nine and Three Quarters, debuting at number two. So for this era, excuse me, we watched Runaway, Magic Island, Angel and Devil. And then I think I also, oh yeah, I also wanted to mention from this album, 20 Centimeters is my favorite. Oh, that one's really good. It's real precious. I used to listen to these first three albums on loop. Yeah. Like, on loop. Anyway. Runaway. You go first, Katie. So, I'm pretty sure. So, I liked TXT, but I wasn't, like, 100% sold. You, I think you, like, watched the the music videos, but you weren't, like, super sucked in yet. Until now. Yeah. Until this one. Until Runaway Mm -hmm. came out, and I was like, what? This song is amazing. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And then I watched like all of their performances of this, including at like music show awards and everything. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I said that like I love how their voices had grown so much already. I love the choreography for this. I've also seen the choreography for this a bunch of times because I've watched this video a bunch and seen their performances of this song a lot. Yep. Um. A uh, little ridiculous at how good they were already at the visuals, and they babies, so they needed to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I know they they literally aged so much from the first one to this one. Yeah, it was crazy. It was, it was crazy. Um, and then I like the connection. There's a connection between the music videos for Runaway and then Magic Island. In general, mm-hmm. so I watched so many videos today about the storyline and everything so it's all it's all really connected and i feel like it would take a whole episode for me to discuss it so i'll wait till the end and i'll maybe give like a quick 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 (laughs) overview of the storyline 
but in a way it's it's all about the growing pains of youth Mm -hmm. and going from childhood to the brink of adulthood Mm -hmm. and yeah i love runaway such a good song like such a just high quality good song txt has some of my absolute favorite choreography of all time they do it so well and they make it look so effortless like a lot of their choreo is hard like it's really hard even from crown oh yeah they do a lot of like and and i mean you see this as well like in in bts early choreography they do a lot of like building things with their bodies (laughs) and like forming like forming shapes and forming like forming items i don't know with their bodies like together or separate and it's very complex choreo and you see that a lot with this as well um i like a lot of the storyline that they have uh going on i like that it's obviously a reference a lot of references to harry potter um and just even like the the first few lyrics i mean really the, the lyrics in general for this song are really good but the first few lyrics are like very in realm with uh magic shop like into the magic shop oh yeah some have theorized that txt storyline in general with magic island magic island is their version of magic shop oh in not copying bts but rather creating a shared universe and a shared idea and obviously bts is referencing into the magic shop the book and the theory and everything like that so magic island is supposed to be their version of magic shop how did you like magic island um i they're so grown up already it's a little Mm -hmm. ridiculous because this came out like the same year i was like what is happening Mm -hmm. um but loved it um I wish there was subtitles for the whole video. Yes. A lot of people have this complaint with all the text and stuff in the beginning. Yeah. Or just because in general. It's only for like the speaking parts. So there's mm-hmm. like entire moments of text that you don't like get translation for. Um, I need to find a different video that they like maybe pulled the video and then did the translations for it. Mm. So I can read what they actually say. It'll probably help me understand more what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, that there was like, like this is actor the debut of actor TXT is mm-hmm. in this video. I agree. Um, there was like parts where they kept looking around like they thought they were being watched or followed mm-hmm. in certain parts when they were on the island, and then uh, Subin and uh, uh, Yeonjun kept hearing like a specific sound that only the two of them could hear, mm-hmm. and not the rest of the members. Um, and then, for some reason, everything's on fire. And for some reason, a theme throughout a lot of these music videos is that they lighten shit on fire. <laughs> for yeah, reasons. there's there's a lot of a lot of theory to that. Like like I said, that I'll maybe go into a little bit. Okay. Uh, I think it has to do with them like them destroying what they have, and then they do a lot of rewinding of time. Mm-hmm. So. It's like they don't want to move forward, so they're trying to protect what they have, and so they keep rewinding back, but it keeps all ending in destruction, so they keep going back and trying to go back to the precious time that they have, and it's kind of shown throughout a couple of examples um, in the future. 
there's there's literally so much detail to the easter eggs of txt (laughs) well there was like because i remember their teasers too for several i think it was for you can't see me and then i think maybe for magic island there was some there was some teasers in there where they were like are also play completely play into like the storyline of the video because there was one where like they were at a table. I think that was you can't uh, can't you, can't see, you me? see me? Yeah, yeah. Because all the teasers for that too were like I was like, what is happening? Yeah, I'm gonna so, send you some videos. Okay, because I feel like you'll you'll appreciate it on a whole nother level. There's a lot of videos that are super 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 long, mm-hmm. and I now realize why. Uh, but I I found a couple that were a lot shorter to get like an overview of mm-hmm. the storyline um all right last but not least angel and devil uh once again seems like a simple chill like fun song like if you just watch it without any sort of perception context. of <laughs> of context or a storyline um but actually there's a lot of there's a lot of detailing within the txt universe or the stars star seekers now as it's called mm-hmm. um that has relation to like the color blue versus red or like good versus evil or um cat and dog angel and devil so there's a lot of these themes so it actually kind of makes sense even with um the imagery with txt with uh kai having wings versus honjun or yonjun having uh horns Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that imagery. So at first I was like, oh yeah, Angel Devil, that's a real cool, that's a cute, that's a cute song. And then after I watched all the theory videos, I was like, oh my god. That's another Easter egg. <laughs> the people doing the storyline shit, like you need you need to calm down. <laughs> now you know how I feel when I deep when I deep dive into like the the ET's universe. It gets I, like I... a whole thing. I deep like dive a- so hard today. I'm like overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. This video is super good though. Like I love that they brought back the animation effects and mm-hmm. stuff with like the the different angel wings and like the the devil horns and different things like that. And then I absolutely love their work with transitions between like yes. with the members are singing and then also like in different scenes. Like they had great transition work for mm-hmm. the like cinematography was really good for this particular music video. So they were like hitting it on the budget for a song that wasn't the lead single right yeah they seem to have someone someone put it together as like they have the title track which has like a story then they have this the uh the fairy tale video which is like magic island you're not hearing the full Mm -hmm. song of magic island you're hearing like pieces and whatnot and you get the story then you have the promotion song which is like the b-side that they just happen to be promoting and it's not like a full-fledged music video but it's still like a high quality video for what it yeah. is <laughs> so it's kind of fun i really like angel and devil i like this whole era in general i find it to be really fun um and very like you you could either take it or leave it you could either dive into that story or you could just be like oh yeah that was a good song <laughs> that's me right now that's great it's so great it's such a good song it was really good and on january 15th 2020 txt made their japanese debut with the single magic hour which includes the japanese versions of their songs runaway crown and angel or devil the single debuted at number one on the oricon daily chart and the number two on the oricon weekly singles chart so for this we watched 
the Japanese version of Runaway. Which I really liked the video for. It was very, like, 90s video game nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. But apparently it has, like, a lot of references within it as well. You obviously see the, like, blue magic. Um, there's, there's a lot of hints to the fact that... Um, I think TXT, uh, like, their universe is, like, partially in the digital world, which is kind of what makes sense with all the digital, like, game-ness mm -hmm. that they have in this. But it was a really fun video, and it was completely different to the other Runaway music video, so yeah. it made it feel like it was something new. Yeah, it was. It was really good. I like this one. I also just... I love them throwing in those animation elements is like my favorite thing that they do. Mm hmm. I agree. Um, the Japanese version of Runaway is also very good. This is one of those mm -hmm. groups that does Japanese versions really well. Yep. Um, I just really like it. It's super good. I agree. All right. We have the second EP and on April 28th, Big Hit Entertainment announced the release date of TXT's second EP titled The Dream Chapter Eternity as May 18th on May 18th with the lead single Can't You See Me. Um, this album sold over 181,000 units in its first week and entered the Guyon album chart at number two. It debuted at number one on the Oricon albums chart, becoming the band's first chart topper in Japan. In July 2020, the album received a platinum certification from the Korea Music Content Association, denoting 250,000, 100,000, oh my god, I can't read, 250,000 shipments, giving TXT their first certification in the country since debut. Two months later, the Dream Chapter Star and the Dream Chapter Magic were also certified platinum by the KMCA. So for this era, we watched Can't You See Me, Puma, and Eternally. I don't know what the actual title of Puma is. Puma. Is it? Cause, yeah, because well, when you go on Spotify, the English version of the song is called Puma. Okay. The thing with TXT's like tracks is they all they all typically have a Korean title and an English title. And the, the Korean titles are usually really long. <laughs> Sometimes the English ones are long too, but they're, the Korean ones are typically like really, really long mm -hmm. on purpose. Um, but Can't You See Me? Uh, how did you like Can't You See Me? It's it's a very good song. This is the one that had the like the teasers of them in like the room by themselves or the room with other people. Um, mm -hmm. And they... We're like at that really long table or something. That's yeah. what the teasers were for this one. I was so confused. I was like, what is happening? Why is everyone so lonely? Like, what is happening? <laughs> um, I wrote down two things. Uh, purple Subin, which was amazing. Mm -hmm. I love his purple hair. And then this song is actually pretty emotional. Very. Um, even just going based off of the visuals... Like, there's a lot of just, like, feeling invisible kind of thing, mm -hmm. even when you're amongst people. Yep. It's super relatable. Very, very much so. I remember when this came out, I talked a little bit about 
about it on this podcast, just like in my weekly mm-hmm. uh, thing. And it like it hit home for me. I'd really like this song. It's very emotional, like you said. Um, I think the the purpose of the song and like the the video, what it's trying to show is like like your first fight in a friendship. And like kind of when you kind of outgrow a friendship or when you kind of grow in a different direction within a friendship and things change and you're a little bit like more easily irritated with things. We see this a lot with like Taeyeon or Subin. Like they seem to be more indifferent to the others. Like I think there was a shot of Bomu like flicking something at Taeyeon or Subin. I can't remember. And they just instead of like laughing and like playing back with him he just like looks at his shirt and looks at him like what the heck did you just do (laughs) 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 and there's just yeah like you said like a lot of feelings of feeling lonely even though surrounded by friends oh sorry that was aggressive (laughs) i'm sorry just need really need to make my statement (laughs) no sorry but yeah Um, no definitely it's 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 a part of growing up too because a lot of what txt is about is about the transition between like being a teenager and then becoming an adult Mm -hmm. um because we're literally watching them grow up too yeah in a sense exactly um so that happens a lot where you like grow out of a friendship even though it's very close like you're very close with some people it happens all the time um where the two of you grow apart or like you grow apart from a group of of friends um Mm -hmm. because you're just going in a different direction or you feel differently or people change as they grow and Mm -hmm. find different interests and it's hard uh someone had a theory too you see a lot in the video the red imagery Mm -hmm. like the strawberries the tomatoes um even the fire uh the txt universe does deals a lot with pain and someone had the theory that with the color red in a way, it's like the pain of love because love also represents red and like it can represent both like blood and love and the, the pain of that or the pain of loving someone and with things changing. And I was just like, whoa, that's deep because <laughs> there's like a lot of red imagery in this video. Even there's like shots where they like color grade, like, you know, cast Bomu in red when he's like trying to um suffocate uh, oh my <laughs> i think it's Tan. yeah <laughs> you remember that shot when he like takes the comforter and like suffocates him yeah <laughs> everyone's like whoa <laughs> that's intense no it definitely is it's it's things are a lot more intense when you're younger because you think it's the end all be all of like your whole life um that's what high school love is and teen love is a lot of the time because exactly. you feel or even just friendship and friendship like, if yeah. you get in a fight with someone in high school oh my god it's like everything and it's so dramatic mm-hmm. it's so painful it hurt. like you know what i mean it, it feels like someone's being ripped out of your life yeah because like when you're growing up a lot of times you believe that the person that you're like best friends with in high school like that's going to be your best friend forever and i felt that way too um, oh, yeah. I don't talk to, like, anyone from high Literally. school. Like, it's very minimal. Um, Like, my best friend growing up, like, I don't talk to her. 
Like hardly no, I ever. I don't either. I don't talk to a single person from high school. Yeah, because it's just a part of my life that I'm just like I grew up. I moved on. I'm like exactly. So and that's what happens. And this is a lot of that. And the whole part about like feeling completely alone in a room full of people is just like so relatable. Mm-hmm. And calling out, "Can't you see me?" and yeah, feeling ignored or. Mm-hmm just feeling misunderstood mm-hmm. it, it's a really like it's a really relatable deep video honestly and then we have puma <laughs> oh my god sexy txt i'm just like why i was like wow i haven't watched this video in so long and then i was like oh i know why i can't handle watching this video <laughs> same it's too much um because, you know, like up until this point, like I said before, I was like so protective of TXT. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I looked at them as like these, like I got to protect these boys. And then they're doing Puma. And I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> can't look you in the eye kind of a thing. No, absolutely. Puma's a great song. And it's the, it's so good. The video is just like, please, please leave me alone. It's a hard shift in concept. I mean, and they do it so well, which is so, really do. so annoying. Yeonjun was like, he was like, this is my time. Oh my God. That's when his glow up started. And then it hasn't stopped since then. It has not stopped. Honestly, it's so good though. Like mm-hmm. every time Puma starts, I'm like, what's sad? He's sad. <laughs> I love it. It's just so catchy. Um, but like, I, I didn't del- dive into any of the theories on Puma because, like I said, I couldn't. I was like, I can't watch this. I can't. <laughs> I can't watch this over and over again. Um, but yeah, the the set designs and everything, I just loved it. I just thought they did such a good job. It's very um, and then good. we have Eternally. Oh God, nineteen minute music video. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have you know the storyline mm-hmm. and all that. Um. What did you think about all that? So we have the return of actor TXT, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down like notes because each something happens different to each of the individual members mm-hmm. as the story progresses. Right. I'm not going to lie, though. Watching um, Subin cry was like heartbreaking. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. It hurt my heart like a lot. Um. Also, he sees, like, a little kid version of Hugh and Kai. Of Kai. Yeah. yeah. It was cute. It was... He was very adorable. That little kid mm-hmm. was so cute. Um, It's interesting, the difference between the things that they see, right? So, like, uh, Yeonjun sees, like, a completely destroyed world. Mm-hmm. And then he sees... It, was that himself yeah. dead? Yeah. Like, he sees himself dead, like, in a, like, collapsed stadium. Mm-hmm. is what it looks like and i was like bro your visions of the future are a little terrifying yeah remember i talked about how they kept wanting to rewind time mm-hmm. because it kept ending in destruction this is kind of i think what that apart that next step of that story is so like this is the end that they keep seeing yeah the destruction um and that's why they keep they keep seeing this and keep wanting to like not go forward into that timeline so they keep 
trying to return. Yeah, because, like, I think Subin sees himself completely alone with none of the other members is what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, they're all gone, and he's the only one left. And then he sees the little kid version of Kai. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Bomyu goes to room 17, and he sees himself in the room, like, stealing a book or something. Yeah, there's, there's like, that... There's, that book comes up quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and we see it with a lot of the members. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's definitely like a reoccurring thing. There's so many like reoccurring elements mm-hmm. to the storyline. Like there's that like bear, like teddy bear type yeah. looking voodoo doll thing um, that you see periodically in a couple of videos. There's the green and blue eyed cat or a f- hidden figure mm-hmm. mysterious figure that you see um in a lot of different videos um building more on like the story aspect apparently part of the lore is that they like when they were kids they promised to be together forever and be friends forever mm-hmm. to the star and then when they either when they grew up or they went back to their own they like went off into their own things. They forgot about that promise they made. And so things kept drawing them back in and kept giving them reason to eventually get back to this star in order to keep the promise that they made mm-hmm. to be together. So that's why you see a lot of like the star imagery. Um, Things go wrong for them until they come together as a group or they come together um, all as one. Yeah, there's just so much. There's so much going on. Um, and each each storyline video we get, we get more and more details. Yeah, because it, it looks like, like Bomu is trying to steal the book from, like, the mafia or something. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. in that room, right? And then he, he looks like a, a monster. Was he the one that looked like the monster? Like, he, like, transformed into a monster. Maybe it's hard. It's hard to remember. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then you get uh, Taeyun, who he's like in a flower field, and he sees also sees himself dead. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is different. And then Kai's is probably one of the most interesting ones because when he opens the door, it like opens in what in a place that kind of looks like heaven, or a depiction oh, of heaven. Right. With the yeah, the door, and then he sees them across the, the rest way. of the members. Yeah, so he's in a separate door in what could be a depiction of heaven with the door across the way with water in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when they open the door, they're like looking at each other, and then all and apparently Kai can walk on water. It seems. <laughs> mm-hmm. Someone uh, paired that image with. Is it film out when Jin opens the door and then there's like, it, they're like in midair and there's like a bunch of other doors? I think so. Yeah, someone someone compared it to like that. And I was like, whoa. Interesting. <laughs> um, so then like uh, Subin comes back and like everything seems normal. Except mm-hmm. now he has the like 20-sided die in his hand that he picked up while he was in his portion of the story mm-hmm. so he brought something back with him from wherever it was that he went in yeah this story. which i think 
Didn't we see him with that die and run away? I think so. I believe. Yeah, the book was also in Runaway, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, there's oh, there's so much links. That's why I kept looking for videos where people were putting the storyline like all together in chronological order because in a way, I feel like these videos are showing you clips like from across the entire storyline, but every new video gives you like new pieces. Mm-hmm. Instead of like continuing the story further, it's almost like, okay, here's new scattered pieces. <laughs> and you, it's like, when is the storyline going to be like full and complete? I don't know. Or will it ever? I don't know. I mean, we keep moving through chapters like in a book. Yes. Is what's happening. It's almost as if it's almost as if we're getting like one page from different chapters of the of the one book. If that makes sense, I feel like it's supposed to be one full book because, like, the last the last so those three albums, right? Were all like the chapter, Mm -hmm. the dream chapter, like. Uh, star oh my god magic and then eternity sorry i was like trying to remember you're good um and then the next like the one album that's like different from all of them is like the next one Mm -hmm. but in a sense it still ties in like a certain parts of it and then it's like the next one's like a transition because it transitions between the dream chapters to the chaos chapter. So it's like one book, but it's like a set of chapters in that, like whatever book it is that they're creating. So like, mm-hmm. it's the first part of the book. And then there's like that intermission transition piece, which is the mini mm-hmm. And then it's the, the next two after that. Exactly. All right. So we first have the second Japanese single, which on August 19th, 2020 txt released their second japanese single drama the single album included japanese versions of drama and can't you see me as well as their first original japanese song everlasting shine everlasting shine serves as the 12th opening theme of the anime black clover which began airing on september 1st drama debuted and peaked at number three on the japanese oricon singles chart and was certified gold by the riaj and we watched the music video for drama, mm-hmm. which I freaking love drama. It's a very good song. This was always one of my favorite from uh, Eternity. But the Japanese version is so good. Mm-hmm. The music video is very interesting because it's like all of the members together with like bum is like watching them most of the time like not participating mm-hmm. it's interesting it's a good song very well done Yo. music video yeah just adding more and more to this never ending unfolding <laughs> story exactly also uh Bumyu falls off his bike mm-hmm. similar to the way that he does in loser lover or lover loser interesting yes foreshadowing well, what <laughs> foreshadowing or it's once again a reference to the fact that his pain is his shoulders and the weight on his shoulders because he hits 
his shoulder mm-hmm. in both this and the other video and he like you know he like oh, hurts it and that's where like his injury comes from so i think that's once again like the reference to hit the pain on his shoulder interesting but everyone in the comments is like oh my god this boy needs to learn how to ride a bike <laughs> they're not wrong <laughs> i loved it okay uh the 30p txt released their 30p mini sewed one colon blue hour with the lead single blue hour on october 26 2020 the album debuted at number three on the Guyon album chart selling over 300,000 copies in its first week in the united states the ep debuted at number 25 on the billboard 200 chart and it was the top selling album of that week the album simultaneously claimed the top spot on the Billboard World Albums chart, with TXT topping the Emerging Artist chart. Uh, TXT also released an OST titled Your Light for the teen drama Live On, Live On. I can never, <laughs> I never know which one it is. On November 24th, 2020. And it was very good. I really like that one. Um, but for this era, we watched Blue Hour... We Lost the Summer, and Way Home. Blue Hour. Let's do it. (laughs) Blue Hour was basically a, like, hi, this is now your favorite band, you're welcome song. Yes. (laughs) They were like, hi, we're here to take song of the year. (laughs) That's literally what happened. I think they were, like, my number two song of the year because number one was Zombie by Day6. Right. And then Blue Hour was, like, number two. Blue Hour was absolute icon of a song. So I watched good. so many performances of that song. Never once got sick of it. I'm, Never once. I'm still not sick of it. It's so good. It's one of the best songs ever. And it mm-hmm. came completely out of the blue and made me completely fall in love with TXT. I was like, I'm a MOA forever. <laughs> exactly. Um, the aesthetic of this video is so pretty. It it reminds me a lot of, like, certain aspects of it remind me of certain aspects of Spring Day by BTS. Mm. Color-wise. Color-wise. Sure. The coloring, like, the saturation, and then, like, the Ferris wheel. Not the Ferris wheel. The merry-go-round also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the softness, mm-hmm. all the pinks and blues. Yeah. I mean, it just, it it's like, it just takes a little bit from that, but I, it makes me love it even more. Cause like the music video itself is so elaborate mm-hmm. than being in like different places all the time. And then all the like CGI and mm-hmm. Yeonjun's pink hair, the crop, crop top, <laughs> the crop top. Taeyeon looks good good and the beanie and the crop sweatshirt it's, like it's a lot to handle so it was like lot. i just put crop top in all caps with an exclamation point um yeah. also blue haired supin yes. iconic the hoedown dance break <laughs> i was like the cowboy hats dance break and then uh yonjun's long hair yes yes Every time they would come out for the dance break, I'd be like, here we go. <laughs> I freaking love it. It's it's so amazing. And I'm telling you right now, when they performed this during their online show, I was like losing it at like two in the morning in my room. 
Absolutely. I was like, quiet. I was like, quiet, quiet. I was like, blue hour. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had never really like thought about the lyrics or the meaning of the song, Mm -hmm. but apparently it's a lot about, um, it's like blue hour as in like the time of day just before the day ends. So Mm -hmm. in relation, that's supposed to mean that point in your life just before you become an adult where you want to just still have fun and hold on to the, the youth and hold on to the fun times and the memories just like before you break into responsibility and things like, you know, adult life. And it's basically just holding on to that precious time just before things change, which I think a lot of that happens in the next era (laughs) for sure. TXT so like grown. we have left we have left the youth <laughs> they were legit like we grown don't you see it and we're like yeah yeah we see you you don't need to like flash it so hard at us we're like hands up held at gunpoint we got it we, we got, got it, it. <laughs> yeah um there's like that part at the end right where Bomu's like left sitting in a tree by himself mm-hmm. too which is where I think that like the transition between like it's still referencing a little bit of the previous storyline, mm-hmm. but like pushing it forward into what would be there, like the end of one era into the next one. Yep, I agree. Then we have "We Lost the Summer," which doesn't seem like a sad song, but definitely is if you really think about it. It's it's a very sad song because it's literally about them losing one of the most important times to them because like txt itself they're the all of the members are very young yeah right and they're at the like the very beginning of their career like they debuted in 2019 and then the pandemic hit like not even a full year for them had passed and the pandemic hit and they literally lost what would have been probably one of their most successful summers of their early part of their career um so it's huge because they still like they went out on their like showcase tour right but that Mm -hmm. wasn't like a full official tour like they went to six cities in the united states they didn't do a world tour they were in the process of planning one and all of that got canceled exactly it was like right as they were about to get going and ramp up it got cut off yeah Plus, it really represents what I think a lot of... Because, like, TXT is very much representing Gen Z. A lot of Gen Z lost that summer, which could have been a pinnacle summer in their youth. A lot of, you know, seniors in high school lost out on the last summer before college or last whole school year. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, the last portion of their school year. Um, they reference a lot in the song, like how I think they talk about how like March carried into the summer or like March is still going on or so- something about like March lasting a lot longer yes. than, than normal. Um, I can't remember specifically, but very much this was about COVID and this was about the hard time of grasping the fact that you know, them as kids are like losing a huge chunk of time. Cause when you're at that age, like that's a huge part of your life. It's, it's a whole lot to lose because even like, even as 
idol singers, like they're still finishing school, like high school mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, but and so they don't really get a lot of time to even like develop the relationships that they normally would develop through school because they're mm-hmm. also idol singers, right? So they are spending all their time. But because of COVID, they don't even get to have that time where they would be in school. Like that's completely gone. So exactly. It talks a lot about just completely losing, like, just one whole summer. Well, it's almost like two full summers at this point. Yeah, um, at this point, honestly. And for for kids, too, like, a lot of times your friendships are held through the convenience of being at school and mm-hmm. being at the same place every day. So a lot of times people drift when they don't have to see each other every day. So in the lyric like we lost each other mm-hmm. honestly like a lot of people could have just like lost touch with their friends it i mean it did happen even for people that are like adults too um mm-hmm. be during the pandemic i realized that i really only spend a lot of physical time with like two people and i live with one of them now yes <laughs> So the other... I hope you spend time with her. No, I do. The other person, like, I don't see him. I used to see him every week or more than once a week. And now I haven't, like, physically seen him in several weeks, actually, recently. But I will go months without, like, seeing each other in person. I mean, I see you every week. Not in person, but through the camera. So it doesn't count. (laughs) Exactly. But, yeah, that's just... It is what it is. It's... It sucks. It sucks so much. Like, my cousin didn't get to go to prom, didn't get to graduate, like, attend her graduation, and then she was off to college, and that was it. Exactly. We also watched Way Home, which was, like, an eye contact version. It was too much. (laughs) Didn't need that. Didn't need that. Had to look down a lot. I I was like, "Mm." (laughs) I was watching it, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. They weren't kidding. They weren't kidding when they said eye contact. There was like one clip where they did a wide shot, but it was like a split second and then right back to eye contact. And I was like, oh, geez. Yeah. Um, can I just say. It was a very good song. Can I just say that Subin looked like he was in Slytherin? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he would be. I think he's too wholesome for that. But. I know. But like he was killing it with the like green tie and the like Hogwarts outfit. I was like, what are we? Are we like, are we at Slytherin house? Look at the way they're looking at the camera. That's true. Very true. I think two out of the five of them would definitely be in Slytherin. Bom- oh yeah. Bomu. Definitely. <laughs> and I think I want to say um, Yeonjun, but he like is two different people because he's actually like he seems like he's really shy mm-hmm. like especially like when we watched him in jesse's interview and the way he was acting mm-hmm. no i agree versus how he acts on camera <laughs> like interesting in stuff so he's probably like he's a hufflepuff just gonna say it now oh he's so I love cute it. <laughs> sorry it's all good all right so the Jap- uh japanese debut studio album Still Dreaming was released on January 20th, 2021. That was a lot of 20, sorry. The album included the original Japanese song Force that serves as the opening theme for the second season of the anime World Trigger. 
Still Dreaming debuted and peaked at number one on the Japanese Oricon Albums chart and was certified gold by the RIAJ. This album charted at 173 on the Billboard 200, making TXT the second Korean band in history to chart an album in Japanese on the American music chart. <laughs> For their second studio album, TXT released uh, their second studio album, The Chaos Chapter, Colon Freeze, on May 31st, 2021. With the lead single, Zero Times One Equals Love Song, parentheses, I Know I Love You. <laughs> featuring sorry longest freaking titles ever thanks guys that's why i was dying over like one of the things that was happening on the interview with jesse she was like why (laughs) she's like why are your all your titles so long it's ridiculous the chaos chapter colon freeze debuted at number five on the billboard 200 chart becoming the band's highest charting album in the united states as well as being the top selling album that week and it peaked at number one on the oricon albums chart becoming txt's fourth consecutive chart topper in japan on may 24th the band released the original soundtrack love site for the tvn drama doom at your service on june 25th txt released a remix of Zero times one equals love song. Parentheses, I know I love you, featuring PH1, right? P or is it P Harmony one? PH1? It's PH1. PH1, okay, sorry. Uh Woody Go Child and Sori. And the music videos that we watched for this era were I Know I Love You, <laughs> Magic, and Frost. <laughs> A long title to say over and over again. Obviously. <laughs> Uh, we watched, or sorry, we love, I know I love you. Once again. So, so much. Once again, coming out competing for number one song of the year, in my personal opinion. This is a whole other era for them. It was. The chaos is real. It is. It's so much to take. So it was so funny when I was watching it for the very first time and you get Taeyeon's raspy voice i was like mm-hmm. i was like what <laughs> <laughs> excuse me i think i was talking to becky and i was like what is this i was like there i was like i have one bias in in txt i was like it's yeah. been it's been that since the beginning but <laughs> We about He's like hi. You need a record. That is what just happened. He was like, "Hi, double bias. That's me." And I was like, "Hello, <laughs> oh hello, two thousand two. How you doing?" He honestly just like took this era for sure. Like he freaking killed it. Like his mm-hmm. vocals on this on this track are just too much, too much. Absolutely, and they are absolutely. Picture perfect live as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That freaking raspiness. I was like, where did that come from? Boy, you've been out here smoking two it. packs a day. Like, what are you doing? He's like, let me try something. We're like, whoa, no. <laughs> Back it up. Bumgu's, uh hair this era is perfection. Um, Yes. That is accurate. Um. I'm going to be so sad when he cuts his hair on. Oh my God. I understand. <laughs> I freaking love this video. It's super good. Um, mm-hmm. Things are on fire. 
because things are always on fire. Things are always on fire in TXT videos. Yes. Um, I'm going to need Yeonjun to calm the F down and back the F yeah. up, like, real hard. He's wearing a lot of tank tops. He's by his reckon so hard. Honestly. I'm like, can you please cover those arms? I cannot take it. There were so many good photos of him for this era, and it was just, like, a lot. It really was. It's just a super catchy song. Like, it's just so good. This is some, so different for K-pop. It was very, like, it stood out immediately. Like, the moment I heard it, I was like, oh, I'm gonna love this. Yeah. The, when the beat drops, just like, dooch. Like, uh, you know? Like, yeah. oh, it just makes you want to, like, throw your hands up. It's absolutely sensational. Like, I don't know what else to say. We have Magic, which I love Magic. The video, I realized I hadn't watched the video in so long, though. Yeah. Because I love the live performances because I love watching the choreo. Mm-hmm. But the video is like a whole sci-fi movie. It's like a weird futuristic thing. Mm-hmm. But also it took me a hot minute to realize that this song was in English. It took me when I first way heard too it. Long. Yeah. I was it took me a couple of watches to realize that I was singing along to every word. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Cause this was their first full English song. Mm-hmm. Um, which I kind of love that they didn't like they didn't really say anything. It was just like, oh boom, English song on this album. And yeah, they weren't promoting it yeah. as like first English single. They just put it in yeah they just put it in there and i was like it just it was really funny because it just took me like a hot minute to realize that it took the whole fandom way too long <laughs> it did because everyone all of the all of the moas that i follow on on like on twitter and then some for the k-pop discord they were like yeah mm-hmm. i had no i didn't realize at all that this song was in english and it took me way too long to figure that out and i was like <laughs> that's great it's so good and like the choreo for this, I I'm just saying like the boys obviously do insane choreo for like every comeback and every song that they do, but there was something about this era that I was like, I feel exhausted watching y'all mm-hmm. do <laughs> like like this one and no rules. Oh or god, new rules. I can't remember which ones from this era. New rules. I think it's new rules. Uh, I can't remember. Because one of them's from the other album. But anyway. I'll look it up as you talk. It's like they're doing, they're extending their limbs and jumping in the air like at every moment. And I'm like, I'm out of breath watching you. You must be exhausted doing this choreo over and over and over again. <laughs> it's full gymnastics. I'm oh, it's saying. no rules. No rules. It's no rules. Okay. Yeah. New rules is the other one from the earlier album. This one's No Rules. Mm -hmm. No Rules and Magic have some intense choreo. Accurate. Tense. Um, Any other thoughts on Magic before we go on? Okay. We have, we watched Frost as well, which technically Frost is like the latest music video Mm -hmm. that's come out, but it's from this era. Um, So let's talk about Frost. Yeah, so there's like some portal jumping thing happening. Mhm. Um and then so I think that this is the the music video that 
introduces us to what's going to happen later. Yes. Um, because they're going to be creating a fictional webtoon called The Star yeah. Seekers. And this is the music video that, like, drops is, that hint. Is, yeah, where they turn the TXT universe into the Star Seekers. Yes. Which we learned about with the Hybe uh, meeting thing. What's it called? The community, like... Community... I don't know. It was like it was a meeting. Like, hey guys, this is what we're doing. It was for this year. It was like a Zoom call to update us on what's happening for Q4 into Q1. That's basically what it is. Yeah. Um. There's a lot. Uh. We're gonna get a lot of webtoon storyline stuff for BTS, TXT, and in Hypen. Oh boy. Everyone's got their own storyline, so it's cool because like obviously like we all follow along with these storylines but to get like an actual like webtoon for it Mm kind of like how we did with save me Mm -hmm. that's gonna be fun it's it's gonna end up being really interesting because they because the star seeker cards were the photo cards that you could pull in the album too yeah they even that's the tarot cards that they get Mm -hmm. at the table Mm mm-hmm um, which was kind of cool to see because it was like a little Easter egg. Like, oh, I have that card. Yeah. I had <laughs> such great pulls for this era, too. I pulled yeah. like Subin and Double Tayans, uh, And I was like, mm, girl, just bias this man. That's why. That's why this is happening. <laughs> um, it's very true. There's more stuff on fire in this video because. As usual. As usual. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just put the Star Seekers introduction thing at the end of the video. Yeah, we see them. We see that's when we see Bumyu grab the book too, right? I think Don't so. We, from the tarot card reader, yep, type thing. We see them hold those like marbles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see what else. Hyunin Kai is standing in front of a lot of a lot of math. <laughs> I'll do the math at one. At one point, um, oh, I'm trying to flip through this video. Uh, someone was saying that where they constantly go to, like where they travel to for the magic island, is apparently a very specific part of Korea. In fact, in Runaway, when they're taking the train, mm-hmm. it's going to that exact part of Korea. Ah. It's I forget what it's called, but it's a specific park. Not far from the stadium. Interesting. Yeah. So it makes sense that that's where they keep going. And then that eventually the destruction that happens is by the stadium or in the stadium. Interesting. Yeah. So it's cool because a lot of the lore is like in an actual part of Korea. So if they ever were to hold an event there, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. All right, for the uh, the next part of our next era, we have the the band released the Chaos Chapter Fight or Escape, a repackaged version of the Chaos Chapter colon freeze. And its lead single is Loser Equals Lover. And that was on August 17th, 2021. So for this era, we watched Loser Equals Lover and Moa Diary, a.k.a. Duba, what is it? <laughs> Do by do wari do wari 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 yes um oh loser equals lover my god 
another full attack. Um, this song was also fighting fighting against itself. Like TXT is fighting itself yeah. for like the number one spot in my particular in my book because Loser the- Lover is so good. These two songs, like I Know I Love You and Loser Equals Lover, are like equal for me. Oh yeah, in that they are they are both song of the year. <laughs> they are so good. Like it's. Like, Loser Eaker's Lover is just on, like, a different level because there's this, like, sense of rebellion sort of running through. They're going through their emo phase at the minute. Yep. Yep. And I'm here for it. (laughs) They got through their youth and now they're in their emo phase. They're in this, like, emo rebellion phase because Mm -hmm. that's what you see throughout the whole, like, video where they're not on the truck with the mic stands. Yeah. Which cracks me up i love (laughs) i love that part because i love the like the song itself is really really good outfits oh so good that their outfits for that part Mm -hmm. like it cracks me up only because they're moving so fast Mm -hmm. and it's so unrealistic in terms of the dimensions um but do they look great yes are and are they killing that choreo with the mics yes Mm mm-hmm uh so many visuals happening to the point mm-hmm. where, like, they need to calm down. Um, a lot of acting. Actor TXT's back. We love mm-hmm. it. Um, I just love this song. And then they put out that special one where they were, like, just destroying, like, Hybe, which was really funny. That was so good. Could you imagine just, like, you're in your, like, you're you're just sitting there, like, working, and then it's just, like, them just running just- across your table, throwing your papers. <laughs> I'm like, oh, cool, I didn't need that, didn't need <laughs> I love that they were all for it, though, because they were just, they like, really were. all the people that were um, working in the office, and then, like, TXT is just, like, destroying their floor, and they're just like, mm-hmm. yes! And they have, like, the like the cell phone banners, and they're just, like, mm-hmm. taking pictures of them. It was really funny. <laughs> it was so cute. So it was fun to see them just, like, totally be fans of them. Mm-hmm. I love that video. I love this song. Yeah. And then we have Moa Diary, mm-hmm. which is so cute. And it was a specific song to Moa. Mm-hmm. Um, I like these songs. I like it when, when groups do these songs because it feels like it's a little like love letter to us, you know? It's it's a very sweet, plus the video is really sweet because it really shows how much that they miss their fans. And then also mm-hmm. like it kind of shows the progression of everything that they've done so far because it showed everything that they've done in the last two years. Yeah, like their fan meets that they did in like the very, very beginning Mm -hmm. and like the showcases and everything. I mean, they've really only just gotten started. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to see what else they do. Yeah. All right. On October 3rd, 2021, the group held their first full length concert since debut entitled Act Colon Boy. The concert ran for approximately 150 minutes, featured 25 songs, and was streamed through online platform Venue Live. Mm-hmm. Ven- is that how, how you say it? I think so. Venue Live. To a total of 126 countries. You watched this concert. It was... Okay, so Becky and I both watched it. Like, mm-hmm. she did it in London, where it was like a normal time, and then I was up in mm-hmm. the middle of the night watching this concert. Um... <laughs> It was so good. Mm-hmm. And like 
they did such a phenomenal job. But at the same time, it was actually kind of heartbreaking when you really think about it is that they did short showcases that weren't very long, Mm -hmm. right? And they only went to six cities. And they only had the like one EP out at the time. Yeah. And they also like, they've performed in other things in Korea, but it's always been a part of something. Like they did the New Year's show. Mm -hmm. They did like various other things. Were they like, like end of the year award performances? Yeah. Or, so yeah. this was the very first time where they were going to perform a full concert of just them. And they had to mm-hmm. do it with no fans online in an empty stadium. Yeah. It was like, I was thinking about it and I was like, you got to admit that this is really heartbreaking. That their very first like full performance, like full full concert had to be online because of the situation. Um, yeah, it it honestly didn't take away from how enjoyable that concert was. Like they did a phenomenal job. The concert was super enjoyable. They killed it between the transitions. All of the songs were like in the set list in a specific way that they moved mm-hmm. through it very well. Um, uh, it was really funny because Becky and I were both like, we like everything, but there's like that one song that I'm not a big fan of. And then it started and I was like, oh, it's this one. And she goes, oh, me too. <laughs> So we didn't, like, we have, like, one skip. But they performed it very well live. Nice. Like, it was great live. Um, For people who want to know, it's Ice Cream. Not my favorite song. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was curious. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. The beginning is really good. Not a big fan of the rest of the, the rest of it. Fair enough. Um, At work, though, when they did a food and beverage uh, album or like playlist definitely put that one on the list and i was like other people have to listen to this song did you really yeah, you I should did. put you should, there's a couple other ones i could i could have you put on no i did i put a bunch like somebody actually already put butter on there and i didn't even have a chance to put it on there oh, and then i picked nice. a bunch of other food ones ice cream by blackpink yes nice i also did coffee by bts Ooh, and like cool. some other food ones i think i did a red velvet food one yeah, it was pretty great. Um, but yeah, in general, like the concert was very good. When it was ending, I was like, I don't, I don't want this to end because it was just so good. Oh, like I, I hope that they get the opportunity to do a full like in person tour because they would just light up a stadium. Oh, they of would course. kill Definitely. it, and there would be more than enough people to fill it. Absolutely. Um, low key disappointed didn't go to their LA show, but I didn't like them as much then like it didn't follow them as closely then as i do now so i think i was still in ireland when they went to the u.s and i was like dang it it was like it was really hard because it was in 2019 and they i think when you went to like 50 concerts (gasps) (laughs) yeah because they were in they were basically like right behind bts on their u.s tour yeah because their first show was may 9th and i saw bts on the 5th of mm-hmm. May because they went to the Chicago show. Mm-hmm. They were like at the Chicago one and then they had a show the next day, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they deserve a full tour. Just saying. Yeah, I agree. I, I will definitely be going. Same. Definitely. All right. TXT is set to release their first Japanese EP chaotic wonderland on November 10th, 2021, which is like, 
in a day mm-hmm. from when this episode's released. This is great. It will consist of four tracks, Japanese versions of I Know I Love You featuring Ikuta Lias. Lilas? Sorry. Singer of the Japanese music duo Yoasobi. And Moa Diary, along with two original Japanese songs. The first, Ito, is composed by Japanese rock band Green, with a lot of E's. (laughs) (laughs) And will be used as the theme song to the upcoming Japanese drama Spiral Labyrinth uh, dash DNA Forensic Investigation. So keep an eye out for that. On January 17th, 2022, a new fictional webtoon about Tomorrow by Together will be released entitled The Star Seekers. I'm very excited for that, honestly. Me too. Um, the, what is it? The um, concept photos for Chaotic Wonderland have been phenomenal, um, as well they should be. Can't wait to hear um, the whole album. And it's only a little while from now, and... I don't know if I've watched the teaser trailers yet for this. Maybe. I haven't, but I I will after this. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Shall I pass the mic off to you to tell us a little bit about the members, even though we talked about them a lot? (laughs) Yes. So we're going to talk about the members. So first we have Subin, who's our leader, vocalist, dancer, and rapper. He was the second member revealed on January 13th in 2019. Um, His representative animal is a praying mantis. I have a bone to pick specifically before we move forward, is that some of these are not animals. They're bugs. Correct. They're They're insects. insects. Like, a praying mantis is not an animal. I agree. Um, also, I don't remember seeing any of that. In, but <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, this was all part of their um, introduction videos. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Because I don't think I ever watched them as they were, like, introing the each member. I don't think I have watched any of those videos, to be honest. I did, but, like, in 2019. Yeah. So I have no memory. Um, and then Subin's representative flower is, I actually an enemy, an enemy, oh, an anemone. I think that's what it's called. Is that a flower? Anyways, moving on. Um, (laughs) so uh, it's just like fun facts about our leader here. He can endure yeah. every th- anything except dieting because he loves bread and I feel that in my soul. Aww, like deep down I, in my soul. I understand. I, <laughs> I love bread. Um, apparently Subin winks whenever he uh, at one of his members whenever they like make eye contact. Could you imagine like he looks over and So he's Jin? He's just like <laughs> yes. Jin does that all the time. Yes. Um, he has a dog named Sean, which I love. Aww. And then he has a, an adopted hedgehog named Odie, which is adorable. Yes, I've seen those videos. Um, he is the tallest known idol slash trainee in Big Hit. And let me tell you, he's like a monster when he stands next yeah. to like lots of other groups. It was so funny watching him stand next to Stray Kids because the tallest yes. member in Stray Kids is like 5'7". And that's being generous. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like towers. towers. Yeah. Like, he's up there with, like, great guys and SF9, mm-hmm. which is where all, like, the tallest members in K-pop are. For real. 
Um, and then he was an MC on uh, Music Bank alongside Oh My Girls, Aaron. Um, he His last show was October 1st. So he just very recently uh, left from Music Bank. He was Bank. a great MC. He was very good. Like, I love seeing him. He got to meet Taman, and Taman is like one of his favorite um, artists. And it was really cute to like watch him meet him. Um, next, we have Yoonjun, who is our rapper, dancer, and vocalist. He was the first member to be revealed on January 10th of 2019. Um, his representative, Animal, is a. I should have looked these things up. Poupe? Poupe. I don't know what that is. Poupe? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Um, a, his representative flower is a tulip, which is an actual flower. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, oops, I can't spell. I'm looking this up on what this is. Yeah, I've never heard of it before. <sighs> it's an insect. <laughs> Wait, I think all of their aunt. Well, no, not all, but the first three members you have written down are all insects. Wait, it says animal. No. Oh, and then one of them's a. Uh, I don't think even. Oh my gosh. What this is? We're gonna have a bone to pick with big. I have a bone to pick. Anyways, um, so his for his intro video surpassed one million views in twenty four hours. I mean, people were very excited. Yeah. He ranked for sure. He ranked first on dance, rap, and vocals when he was a trainee. Uh, he speaks English fluently. He lived in the United States, I think, for like two years or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a fake maknae, of course. He's also the oldest like mm-hmm. member in the group, so it makes a lot of sense. Um, he created the TXT hand logo or gesture, so like whatever the hand gesture they do when they say their, their introduction. Their introduction. Nice. Um, he was a trainee for five years. So he spent a lot of time mm-hmm. um, watching, like, Hybe slash Big Hit, like, grow. Yeah. Um, and he was also a former Cube Entertainment trainee at one point. Um, next, we have Bomu, who is the vocalist, dancer, rapper, center, visual. I feel like all of them are visuals. To be honest. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, he was the fifth member, fifth and last member of the group to be revealed on January twentieth of twenty nineteen. His representative animal, which is not an animal, is a butterfly. Um, his representative flower is a poppy, which is a flower. So good job. Um, yes. He plays guitar. He was a trainee at, for Big Hit for about three years. He has his own studio. Um, mm. And he used to stay up all night writing songs for his members, which is super cute. And he also talks in his sleep, so I can feel that deep in my soul also. Um, I wrote that he's definitely the sassy one in the group and talks back, which we saw big time <laughs> with Jesse Because she called him out. She was like, you. <laughs> he's super sassy. He's the troublemaker. <laughs> yes. Which I love. Um, next we have Taeyeon who is our vocalist, 
dancer and rapper. And according to Jesse, he is the most handsome face of the group, which was just disappointing to the other four. But she's she was like, some people have taste. Like she's like, it's just a person's taste. She's like, you're the visual, huh? And everyone's like, excuse me. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> it was. Um, he was the fourth member to reveal be revealed on January 17th of 2019. His representative animal is a type of parrot. Um, I think it's a I don't know how to say this word. I don't know either. Um, but that is an animal, so congratulations. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> um his representative flower is a daffodil. That's cute. Also a flower. So good job there. Um, he lives to focus on the present and not worry about the future too much. That was like something that he mentioned in like an interview or something. Um, he doesn't like mint chocolate chip. Right. Controversy. Um, he's left-handed though. So am I. There you go. So there you go. Or it's meant to be. Meant to be. <laughs> um, he can speak English. He was a trainee for three years. And then he has a cat named Hobok, which means pumpkin in English, which is just the That's cutest sweet. freaking thing, and I'm dying. That's adorable. Um, and then last but not least, we have Healing Kai, who is our vocalist, dancer, rapper, visual, and our real maknae. He was born in 2002. Which is weird because he's so tall. Yes. Um, He was born in Hawaii and lived there for a month. I thought he was kidding when he said he was from Hawaii. I thought he was just you saying was, that. You thought he was kidding? No, I thought oh, he was kidding. I definitely kidding. knew that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, He moved to China and lived there uh, for about seven years before he moved to South Korea when he was eight. Um, his mother is Korean and his fa- father is German, and that's where he gets his stage name from. So, like, his, his mm-hmm. first name is Kai, and then his last name is Hewing. Yeah. Um, and then he was the third member to be revealed on January 15th of 2019. His representative animal, which is not really an animal, it's a leopard gecko, which is an amphibian. Yes. Um, his representative flower is an Icelandic poppy, so it's very specific, but also it is a flower, so mm-hmm. good job. Um, I'm pretty sure geckos are an amphibian. That's what I was thinking, too. Hmm. Eh, whatever. Anyways, his father is also a musician. He, like, released an album or something in, like, 2007. Mm-hmm. He can play the drums, guitar, piano, and flute. Can we get an album where he, like, plays the flute for some reason? Absolutely. Like, during a performance? Because I would love that. Um, he can speak Mandarin, Korean, Portuguese, and English, which is crazy. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and he was actually the very first foreigner to debut under Big Hit. Awesome. Because he is technically Korean-American. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Those are our boys. Um, this was a lot of fun to do. I freaking love TXT so much. And like my love for them has grown so much within the last couple of years because they have been killing it with the, like the albums they've been releasing. Their music videos have always been really good. Um, yeah, it's been very exciting to watch them grow into who they are right now. And they have so much more to go. 
I completely agree. My my love for them has like totally evolved. Um, you know, the first three out th- first three EPs or whatever I like listened to on loop, but now I'm just like super into watching the performances, super into watching the interviews that they do. Um, really into like watching them and their personalities and stuff. And obviously, their music is super super good. Still listening to the albums on loop. Mm-hmm. Um. I can't wait to see like what their next era is going to be like. Oh God, I'm so scared now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying like the emo phase only lasts so long. True. What's, what's the phase after that? Okay. I have a very important question for you before we oh. wrap up. Who okay. is your bias? Well, I first picked Taeyeon. Like early first okay. early days, pissed, picked him, and then Subin as my like record. Okay. And I feel like over time Subin's kind of climbed up a bit. It's hard to say. It's hard to say because I really like all of them like so much. Mm-hmm. Yeonjun is like I feel like more so my record now. He is everyone's record. I don't know how yes. anybody can. I don't know how people who are like bias him as their like actual bias like survive. Literally, how? Because it's a lo- it's a lot. It's <laughs> like Suvin's been my bias since like the beginning, and the, and every time I see him, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, like oh, oh my god. I was like, yeah, you're still my bias, but like, Tayan was coming in there hard with those vocals. I was like, yeah. Dang. That's that's honestly why I biased him at first because mm-hmm. I really loved his voice. If anything, biasing him because of the way that Taman looks at him when he sees him just makes my heart melt. Mm-hmm. He looks a lot like a very specific person. So, yeah, he does. He looks just like him. It's kind of crazy. Um, mm-hmm. but man, those raspy vocals are just like. <laughs> I remember telling Becky, I was like, I think I just double biased in in TXT. And she was like, you didn't. I was like, I think I did. <laughs> yeah. I love it. And then, obviously, yeah, we know who your biases are. Yeah. It's been very clear. But, like, yeah, Kai is killing it. And he's super adorable. He's the cute one in the mm-hmm. group. Like the one who does Egyo really well. Bomu just like absolutely cracks me up. He is just crushing it with like his level of sass. Like the way that it's so funny. Like whenever he says something and then like Subin just like looks at him. He was like, what? <laughs> That's why I was. <laughs> I just love the way he like bugs the crap out of Yeonju. It's so funny. Too. It's so funny. <laughs> they're, He's just... they're a riot. He's like that, like, young puppy and Yeonjun's, like, the old dog where mm-hmm. he just, like, lets him just, like, bite his ear, you know? <laughs> Ridiculous. I love it. Yep. All right. All right. Let's wrap this up. It's a very, very long episode. It is. It's almost two hours in total. For sure. But we love TXT. There's a lot to say, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. The show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on our website, anchor.fm slash lovingkpoppodcast. 
Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at LovingKpopPod, and make sure you give us a follow as well. If you want to chat with us in real time, you can join our Slack workspace or our Discord server. Invite links for those will be included in our show notes. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and basically every other podcast app available. And be sure to stay tuned at the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the geek to geek Media Network. Don't forget to visit geek to geekmediacom to find out more about all of our network's podcasts, streamers, and bloggers. And until next time, bye. Bye. When toxic culture has you down, when you're just looking to laugh and have fun, kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network, a community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like video games, Star Wars, comics, movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu Reeves, new, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep, and each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes, Keanu.